for anyone who has studied the message of Fatima in any great detail, the contents of this podcast will not be new. For most Catholics who have heard that the Fatima message culminated in the miracle of the sun in 1917 and some vague requests for consecrations later, this will be new. So I ask that if you're well-versed in the Fatima message, that you share this with those you're trying to bring over to the side of the unfulfillment of the Fatima warnings, the side that says we have more work to do and that the worst is yet to come unless we all change our lives and if the church doesn't radically alter the course that it is on now. Now on to the forgotten message of Fatima. The Blessed Virgin told Lucia that in order to prevent the war, I will come to ask for the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart and the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays of the month. First main messages with which heaven asked Sister Lucia for both requests. So first we're going to talk about the spreading of the devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. On December 10th, 1925, Sister Lucia was at the time a postulant of the Dorothean convert convent in Pontevedra. The most holy virgin appeared to her, and by her side, elevated on a luminous cloud, was the child Jesus. The most holy virgin rested her hand on her shoulder, and as she did so, she showed her a heart encircled by thorns, which she was holding in her other hand. At the same time, the child Jesus said, "'Have compassion on the heart of your most holy mother, covered with thorns,' with which ungrateful men pierce it at every moment, and there is no one to make an act of reparation to remove them. Immediately the most blessed virgin added, Look, my daughter, at my heart, surrounded with thorns, with which ungrateful men pierce me at every moment by their blasphemies and ingratitude. You at least try to console me and announce in my name that I promise to assist at the moment of death, with all the graces necessary for salvation. All those who on the first Saturday of five consecutive months shall confess, receive Holy Communion, recite five decades of the Rosary, and keep me company for fifteen minutes while meditating on the fifteen mysteries of the Rosary, with the intention of making reparation to me. Why this heavenly desire to ask for the communion of reparation of the first five Saturdays of the month? It's because our Lord told Sister Lucia on May 29, 1930, when she was in Tui, quote, The reason for the five first Saturdays of the month is simple. It is because there are five types of offenses and blasphemies against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Many of these should hit particularly hard and close to home for those of us with either Protestant or atheist friends who do not understand the Marian dogmas or blasphemies against Our Lady. And here they are. Blasphemies against her Immaculate Conception. Blasphemies against her perpetual virginity. Blasphemies against her divine maternity. In refusing at the same time to recognize her as the mother of men. The blasphemies of those who publicly seek to sow in the hearts of children indifference or scorn, or even hatred of this Immaculate Mother, and the offenses of those who outrage her directly in her holy images. I have done several podcasts on the Five First Saturdays devotion. YouTube, I'll post a link to them in the description of the video. If you're listening to this on an audio-only platform, email me and I'll send you a link directly. Several times, our Lord returned to express to Sister Lucia his ardent desire of establishing in the world the devotion of reparation to the Immaculate Heart of His Most Blessed Mother. He did so again in March 1939 in Tui, again, quote, "...asks, he insists, that the devotion of the first Saturdays of the month in honor of the Immaculate Heart of Mary be recommended. The time is near when the rigor of my justice will punish the crime of, ma of many nations." Similarly, in May 1943, again in Tui, I desire most ardently the propagation of the cult of the devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, because the love of this heart attracts souls to me. It is the center from which the rays of my light and my love go through all the earth. 
and the unquenchable fountain from which the living water of my mercy flows into the earth. Sister Lucia was so attached to this devotion that fulfilling the mission given to her by our Lord, she did not cease to recommend it repeatedly by letter to her correspondents. For example, in a 1927 letter written to her own mother, Sister Lucia wrote, quote, I would, My mother, I would like also for you to give me the consolation of adopting a devotion I know is so pleasing to God, and which our dear Heavenly Mother has requested. As soon as I became aware of it, I wanted to adopt it and see the whole world practice it. It consists only in doing what is written on that little image. The Fifteen minutes of meditation is what can, it seems to me, give you difficulty, but it is quite easy. Who, after all, cannot contemplate the mysteries of the rosary? Who cannot spend fifteen minutes in these holy thoughts, near the most tender of mothers? End quote. And again, in a letter to Father Apparitio in 1929, Sister Lucia wrote, quote, I hope that Jesus, according to my desire for the spreading of this amiable devotion, will make them two ardent apostles of the repertory devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Your reverence cannot imagine how great is my joy in thinking about the consolation through this amiable devotion that the holy hearts of Jesus and of Mary are going to receive, and of the great number of souls who are going to be saved by means of this amiable devotion. I am saying who will be saved, because in the little time that remains to them, our good God, in his infinite mercy, has asked me to seek through my prayers and sacrifices to make reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and to implore pardon and mercy for souls who blaspheme against her, because the Divine Mercy will not pardon those souls without reparation. End quote. The request of heaven for the devotion of reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary is the request that the Pope consecrate Russia to her Immaculate Heart. This is the most famous request of Fatima, and one that those who don't understand the message and the consequence of Fatima believe to have already been fulfilled, when in fact it has not been fulfilled. We have lived in the declining and falling world as a consequence of this inability or unwillingness of the hierarchy to fulfill the request that the Pope consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. This request was made by the Blessed Virgin in Tui on June 13, 1929, in the famous Trinitarian Theophany, which Sister Lucia described as follows, quote, Suddenly a supernatural light illumined the whole chapel, and a luminous cross appeared over the altar that reached up to the ceiling. In a brighter part could be seen on the upper part of the cross the face of a man and his body to the waist, God the Father. On his breast was an equally luminous dove, the Holy Ghost, and nailed to the cross the body of another man, our Lord Jesus Christ. A little above the waist, suspended in mid-air, was to be seen a chalice, and a large host onto which fell some drops of blood from the face of Jesus crucified, and from a wound in his breast. These drops ran down over the host and fell into the chalice. Under the right arm of the cross was Our Lady with her Immaculate Heart in her hand. It was Our Lady of Fatima with her Immaculate Heart in her left hand without a sword or roses, but with a crown of thorns and flames. Under the left arm of the cross some large letters, as it were of crystal clear water running down over the altar, formed these words, Grace and Mercy. I understood that it was the mystery of the Most Holy Trinity that was shown to me, and I received lights about this mystery which I am not permitted to reveal. Then Our Lady said to me, The moment has come when God asks the Holy Father to make, in union with all the bishops of the world, the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart, promising to save it by this means. End quote. At the beginning of 1930, Our Lord made known to Sister Lucia dual requests. The consecration of Russia and the devotion of the five first Saturdays of the month, they were to be simultaneously transmitted to the Holy Father in Rome. Similarly, in May, 19, May 29th of 1930, after explaining to Sister Lucia the reason for the devotion of reparation of the five first Saturdays, 
Our Lord promised to put an end to the Bolshevik persecution against the Catholic Church if the Pope ordered all the bishops in the world to make a solid, solemn act of reparation, consecration of Russia to the sacred hearts of Jesus and Mary, and promised at the same time to approve and recommend the practice of the devotion of reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So you have two sort of consecrations being called for here. In the wake of Pope Pius XI's indecision to fulfill the request of heaven and his diplomatic policy of opening to the East, our Lord made known to Sister Lucia the following in August 1931 in Rianjo, quote, You console me a great deal by asking me for the conversion of those poor nations, Russia, Spain, and Portugal. Make it known to my ministers that given they follow the example of the King of France in delaying the execution of my request, that they will follow him into misfortune. Like the King of France, they will repent and will do as I have requested, but it will be very late. Russia will have already spread her errors throughout the world, causing wars and persecutions against the church. The Holy Father will have much to suffer, but it will never be too late to have recourse to Jesus and Mary. End quote. Sister Lucia thought often on this terrible judgment of our Lord, ratified with a firm but distressing prophecy. And in May 1936, she asked our Lord why he did not want to convert Russia without the Holy Father making the consecration. Our Lord replied, because I want my whole church to acknowledge the consecration as a triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, so that it may extend its cult later, and put the devotion to my mother's Immaculate Heart beside the devotion to my Sacred Heart. Sister Lucia replied, But the Holy Father will never believe me, Lord, unless you yourself move him with a special inspiration. To which he replied, The Holy Father, pray very much for the Holy Father. He will do the consecration, but it will be very late. Nevertheless, the Immaculate Heart of Mary will save Russia, which has been entrusted to her. End quote. Similarly, our Lord told Sister Lucia on October 22nd, 1940, quote, Pray for the Holy Father. Sacrifice yourself so that his heart will not succumb to the bitterness that oppresses him. The persecutions will increase. I will punish the nations with wars and famine. The persecution against my church will weigh heavily upon my vicar on earth. His holiness will be able to shorten these times of tribulation if he fulfills my desire of consecrating the whole world and of Russia in particular, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, end quote. This brings us to the issue of the various consecrations of the world done by the various popes. I'll only focus on the consecration done by Pius XII in 1942, because it will sound familiar to those apologists of the consecration done by John Paul II, Benedict XVI, and yes, even Francis. Yes, the conciliar popes have done this consecration numerous times with no discernible effect. On Pope Pius XII, on October 31st, 1942, he consecrated the world to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Notice, it's the world, not Russia. And he did not mention Russia in particular, as our Lord had requested. Sister Lucia declared the following, Our Lord has accepted the consecration of the world of October 1942 to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and promises to put a rapid end to the war. Furthermore, as the consecration was not done fully as he requested, the conversion of Russia will not take place for now. On the 15th of July, 1946, in an interview with the writer William Thomas Walsh, Sister Lucia declared, what Our Lady wants is for the Holy Father and all the bishops to consecrate Russia to her Immaculate Heart in a special ceremony. If this consecration is made, the Blessed Virgin will convert Russia, and peace will reign in the world. Otherwise, Russia will spread her errors throughout the world. And in May 1952, the Blessed Virgin told Sister Lucia, Make it known to the Holy Father that I continue to wait for the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart. Without this consecration, Russia will not convert and the world will not enjoy peace. 
Neither did the two consecrations made by John Paul II at Fatima on May 13th, 1982, and March 25th, 1984, fulfill the desires of heaven, for lacking the explicit mention of Russia in them. They were functionally the same as Pius XII's, and not having been made in union with all the bishops of the world in a special ceremony of reparation. So this consecration is still pending today. Sister Lucia made this known repeatedly to the people who visited her in the Carmel of Coimbra, despite the reserve imposed on her by obedience. So that is the forgotten message of Fatima. Not merely the request for the consecration, nor the request of the five first Saturdays devotion to be kept by the lady, though that too has been all but forgotten in an age where we expect the hierarchy to do everything for us. No, today the message that has been forgotten is the warning of the kings of France. Many have asked that I provide a timetable for this chastisement that I'm pretty sure is coming towards us. First, not realizing that sacred scripture tells us not to look for such timetables rather explicitly. And second, not being aware that heaven may have given us a hint as to when the message of Fatima will be fulfilled in all of its terrible fury. I'll go into that in a future video in greater detail, but here's the quick version for now. Shortly before her death in 1689, Marguerite Marie Alacoque wrote several letters in which she described the request of our Lord Jesus Christ, addressed to the King of France, Louis XIV, regarding the consecration of France to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. The letters convey the wish of the Lord to consecrate France to his Sacred Heart. The full request was for the king to consecrate himself to the, to the adorable heart of Jesus, to paint the sacred heart on king's standards and engrave it on his arms, have an edifice erected in which shall be a picture of the divine heart, to receive the consecration and homage of the king and all the court, have the mass authorized by the holy apostolic see, and to obtain all the other privileges that ought to accompany devotion to this divine heart. Neither Louis XIV nor his successors, Louis XV and the XVI respectively, addressed this request. Exactly 100 years later, June 17, 1789, the Third Estate of France redefined itself as the National Assembly. The French Revolution began. The king lost his throne. Incarcerated, Louis XVI remembered Jesus' request and consecrated France to his sacred heart. But it was too late. On January 21, 1793, Louis XVI was executed on the guillotine. So what does that mean for Fatima? We don't know for sure, but it could mean something to the effect of the following that the consecration won't be done until 2029 or 2031, when the church is in the final throes of her passion, with the Vatican and the Europe broadly in such a sorry state that the released portion of the vision of the third secret comes to fruition. It could mean everything in that terrible message comes to pass, and that the Pope of that vision either suffers the fate described in that vision shortly after consecrating Russia along with the bishops and assembly, or that his successor and a handful of surviving bishops do so while in hiding. We can't know for certain or it could be at another date, either closer or further into the future. But many Fatima observers have zeroed in on the date of 2029 or 2031 for the reason that those dates correspond to the 100th anniversary of important messages from our Lord to Sister Lucia regarding Fatima and the requested consecration of Russia, explicitly Russia, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So, we were warned. Let me know what you think about this. The subject of the consecration to the Immaculate Heart and the warning that comes from failure to do so, as heaven requested, has been a podcast I've wanted to make for some time. Obviously, we need to keep praying for the church. Thank you for listening and for those of you supporting art this channel. It is appreciated. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.